Welcome back to New Rockstars. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is confirmed as the title for the second Black Panther film coming in next year, giving us our first insight into how director Ryan Coogler will address the loss of Chadwick Boseman. So who will be the next Black Panther, we're now asking? Well, this is Inside Marvel. I'm Eric Voss, I'm here with MT. What was your reaction to seeing that title reveal? MT? Oh man, I, I screamed. I was like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting this. But like, yeah, it was, I, I'm so excited to finally get to see how Marvel Studios is going to handle such a loss, a massive loss yeah. to not only just the MCU, but acting in general. Like Chadwick Boseman was a force. So right. yeah, I'm very, I'm hyped. How did you feel? Oh, I, I mean, you could see my reaction. Oh, yeah, that right. was, I saw your reaction. I mean, <laughs> I was blown away. That should have been like the main headline coming out of that. So they should have mm -hmm. just titled the whole reel. This right. is it's a whole separate video <laughs> just from Marvel. Like, this is our, because that is the headline for me. So here's the deal, folks. In these weeks leading up to Loki, MT and I are going to be here every Friday doing yes. a sort of MCU phase four preview. And we're going to do our best to answer your biggest questions coming about the next big upcoming Marvel titles. And yeah, this week, Really, the biggest news came from that. Marvel celebrates the movie Sizzle Reel, revealing Black Panther 2's title is going to be Wakanda Forever. Wakanda now, Forever! Wakanda Forever, <laughs> such a great title. And uh, in our gratitude and our excitement and our enjoyment of this, we're going to ask a special WTF, uh, Wakanda the <laughs> but this isn't a cynical WTF. Oh, no. This is like a, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, WTF right? with oh, Wakanda the fuck, Wakanda the fuck. Like, is, we're getting Wakanda forever? What? <laughs> forever? Um, so yeah, MT and I actually have some theories about Wakanda forever and what that might mean, what mm. they're actually telling us about who the next Black Panther is going to be. Uh, but before we continue, we want to say over at NewRockStarsMerch.com, we are doing a special week of May the 4th Star Wars inspired shirts. We actually still have some of our Zemo Puppet Master design left. Those are going quick. But yeah, you got to check out these Star Wars designs. Go over to NewRockStarsMerch.com uh, and there you can find all the other cool merch options we have like this goofy hi i'm eric voss shirt <laughs> that we sell even though there's probably maybe six eric vosses out there and none of them are fans of me <laughs> we're all eric voss on the inside if we believe hard enough <laughs> <laughs> yep um all right mt let's dive right into it our first wakanda the f of the day is wakanda the f does the title wakanda forever tell us about who will be the next Black Panther, Eric? Yes, great question. Now, first things first, it has been confirmed that Marvel Studios does not plan to recast the role of T'Challa, and they're not going to use VFX to weirdly animate the character the way Star Wars did with Carrie Fisher, right? <laughs> so God. neither of those options are happening. Now, a lot of people did want uh, there to be a recasting. I mm. disagreed with that move, and uh, so did Ryan Coogler and Kevin mm. Feige and Chadwick Boseman's family. They all felt that the best way to honor Boseman's legacy was to not erase his performance by casting a new T'Challa and not put this impossible burden on whoever that new actor would be yeah. to live up to that expectations to those standards. Yeah. Uh, there's, I, I'm sorry, that's just not the way we should go. It, instead, it seems like Coogler's taken the path of embracing the message of his first film, of sharing power, sharing responsibility among all Wakandans mm -hmm. to carry that legacy with all the heroes that T'Challa inspired in the world. Because, yeah, this was never about one person. Mm -hmm. It was about the family, the tribe, the nation, the world. Right, MT? Yes. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's like, Black Panther, it's it was not it's not always about Black Panther. It's all about the story of Wakanda. And that's what mm -hmm. makes the Black Panther character so interesting. Right. So having this Wakanda Forever title 
it just it makes me more excited than yeah. you know than a Black Panther two would because it's just like now we're going to get to see like what Wakanda looks like and what potentially right. what it what it like the history of Wakanda all that stuff and like it, it just yeah. seems like it's going to be a celebration of Wakanda celebration. um and you know Black people in general but also you know obviously yeah. uh, T'Challa Chadwick Boseman um and because right. we never because of COVID we hadn't really given him the proper tribute that I feel. Um, was worthy of a man and an actor of his that has affected so many people. So right. Wakanda Forever is going to be that moment where everyone, you know, is back in the theater as 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 Marvel yeah. Studios wants you to get hype about and like just be like, yes, yes, this is it. This is we're we're yeah. celebrating this amazing man. Let's remind ourselves of what the words Wakanda Forever mean to the mm. MCU. Of course, it's the famous rallying war cry of the Wakandans. It was spoken three times in the first Black Panther film. First, mm. it was by T'Challa right after his victory at Warrior Falls over M'Baku, really mm. to symbolize his unifying the tribes of Wakanda under his throne. Wakanda forever! Wakanda and then a uh, second time by Adora Milaje Guard, really her final words uh, oh, yeah. spoken to Okoye as mm. Killmonger was about to slit her throat. And it was really to show her loyalty to Wakanda and to T'Challa, not to Killmonger, who usurped that throne. Wakanda forever. And third by Nakia, suited up in her Dora Milaje armor as she charged Killmonger. Wakanda forever! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so those were the three times of Black Panther, but for many people, it was most memorably spoken by T'Challa when he brought the words back in Avengers Infinity War during the Battle of Wakanda, really his like uh, charge of his forces combined with M'Baku's Jabari tribe mm -hmm. as together they faced the army of Thanos on the fields of Wakanda. Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! <laughs> yeah, it was such a great moment. I mean, the whole crowd erupted when that happened. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that. So really, if you think about it, Wakanda forever is a phrase shared by all Wakandans. It was spoken by T'Challa to share a sense of common patriotism with his Wakandan family. Hmm. And this tells us that the second Black Panther film could really be a story about Wakanda as a society, hmm. not just a person who wears the Black Panther suit, but... However, let's also remember Wakanda Forever is also a phrase associated with three characters in mm. T'Challa's orbit, Nakia, Okoye, and M'Baku. And I believe these three are really our top candidates for successor of the Black Panther mantle. Now, okay. yes, Shuri's name has been floated. And of course, of course, we can all see a future in which Shuri dons that suit. But MT, I want to know what you think about this. For me, not yet. Just because right now... I think she's more valuable as like the genius engineer yeah. and comic relief of this franchise as opposed to like the stoic warrior who wears it herself. I think it would take away everything we'd like about her right now to just force her into that role. I think over time she'll get there though. Yeah, no, I think exactly that. I think that in order for us to really see, you know, a Shuri Black Panther, I think she has to earn it. I think we have to see her go through that training of like, all right, like, yeah, yeah maybe I'm not Black Panther now, but like, I just, I'm not gonna, you know, punch real good like do some you yeah. know push-ups and all that stuff and uh -huh. like you know really get into the uh the black panther um training and all that stuff mm -hmm. so she could be ready to potentially take the mantle but to just do it right away and just be like all right now shuri's a black panther now it really wouldn't make sense for where shuri is currently at at the moment right so you know i think that you know like you said nakia okoye and baku are amazing candidates and probably the three most likely um, yeah. to, to carry on the the mantle 
Now, it was uh, Nakia actress Lupita Nyong'o, who of these three, let's face it, is the biggest star. She's won an Oscar. All three of them are mm -hmm. great, though. And I would yes. say uh, uh, Denai Guerrero and um, Winston Duke definitely had more action uh, in oh, their yeah. roles that they played. But yeah, it was Lupita Nyong'o who spoke most recently about what Coogler's plan was. She mm. said, quote, Kugler's idea, the way in which she has reshaped the second movie, is so respectful of the loss we've all experienced as a cast and as a world, so it feels spiritually and emotionally correct to do this. And mm. hopefully what I do look forward to is getting back together and honoring what Chadwick started with us and holding his light through it because he left us with a lot of light that we're still going to be bathing in. God, oh, what a great quote, yeah. That's such a good um, quote. One thing I want us all to remember is that in that first Black Panther film, it's how important color was to Ryan Coogler in mm. all definitions of that word. Uh, but specifically, his costume choices. And he worked with designer Ruth E. Carter, who is amazing. She won one of the film's Oscars for her nice. work on this film. And uh, really, there was this one choice that Carter and Coogler made about the, uh, about the way they would dress three characters, T'Challa, Okoye, and Nakia, in mm. black and red and green, the colors of the Pan-African flag. Yes. Uh, such a great moment when they're walking through Korea, right? Yeah. So <laughs> here's my theory. I think the mantle of Black Panther will succeed from one hero, T'Challa, to a team of three heroes. Oh. And their armor color schemes are going to reflect those three colors. Okay. Nakia in green. Okoye in Dora Milaje Red, and M'Baku, the runner-up to T'Challa at Warrior Falls, who later joined his rival in defending Wakanda against Thanos, M'Baku, in black. And yeah. I believe that Shuri will have designed these three suits so that they only work when the three are working together. Oh. So that way, the will of T'Challa and the light of Chadwick could live on in the most emotionally resonant way, really giving new meaning to Wakanda Forever. Bro, I love that so much. That's such a good idea. Like three Black Panthers are like, what? Like, so like, oh man, that is such a fun way to tackle that. I love, right. I love it. I love it. It's it's, so it's, a, it's a shared identity. Uh, and that doesn't mean a bright green uh, suit. It could be like black just with, uh, you know, green accents in it. It could be mm. black with red accents in it. Yeah. And then black with purple accents in it. And really it gives any of the three a chance to take over the mantle for a Black Panther 3, you know? Yeah. Uh, or none of them. And then we just completely wipe the slate clean and then we bring in a new person, Shuri, or a child or, you know, someone who steps into it. Um, but I think for right now, we shouldn't give it to give that burden to one individual. We should share it to mm. three individuals who have to work together. I think that's what Shuri would want and it would uh, empower her to continue to make sure her brother's will is carried on. Yeah, I, oh man, that would be so tight to see just, and like, honestly, in my head, like, because I'm like a huge nerd, I'm like, that would make a great video game. Like, yeah. it'd be so fun. For sure, <laughs> Just like yeah. play as three of them and like, just fight everyone. But like, no, for like, that would be such a really unique take on the Black Panther mantle. And it would just, it would be so interesting to see how the people of Wakanda um, respond to something like this because there's always been traditionally one Black Panther title. So mm -hmm. for for it to go from one to three, it would just be so just so interesting to see if, if people would reject that or yeah. you know. Or... I, and no matter what you do, it's going to be controversial with some fans, right? Oh, yeah, like sure. there's going to be people who say the only way to honor Chadwick Boseman is to recast and keep the character alive. You know, yeah. uh, there's going to be people who are in one specific camp. It says it has to be Shuri or it has to be Okoye. It has to be M'Baku. Um, I don't want them to forget about M'Baku. That's my fear is that mm. like, 
he'll just be regulated to this uh, rival who always stays up in the mountains. But he's such a cool character. And Winston Duke's such a good actor. He, really he and Letitia Wright went to college together and they're really good friends. Mm. So for them to be able to build that chemistry together, for all these actors to continue to have to have to work together, mm. I think is amazing. Mm. Uh, and I hope that's, uh, I'm not saying Ryan Coogler has to do this. It's his movie. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants. I'm not going to gatekeep this. I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you got to do this, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just think that's the safest way forward. You know, it's, that way you can satisfy everybody, I think. I think that's a really great idea, man. Like, I am all for this. Though I do have an idea of what Wakanda Forever yeah, could end up becoming. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could, because Wakanda's been around for so long, we could just see, like, you know, Wakanda, the history of Wakanda, or, like, the different Black Panthers throughout the years. Oh, and, go like, back. Maybe, potentially, because we're getting time travel shenanigans, what if we get like a past Black Panther, like as the new Black Panther? It's like Michelle. Sure. It's like I'm here again, and I'm oh, in the future. Oh, nice! Kind of like a reverse, reverse Captain America type deal. It's like, oh, now I'm I in the that. future, and like this is really weird. Um, but and yeah, you wouldn't even need time travel just to go do a period piece of like yeah. T'Chaka's story. You know, you yeah. only need to go one generation back. I mean, that would be dope. I would love to see like the history, the early days of past Black Panthers, and that way. You wouldn't have to worry about the present battles. You could just tell. Yeah, just do it just a different time period story. It would be super dope. But like, it was yeah. just, just because like, I don't think that would happen if we were just doing that story because just because it's called Wakanda forever. So right. like, you know, it would, it, we're probably going to get like a more like Wakanda focused, like, I don't know, modern story. Mm-hmm. But like, man, it would be really cool to just to see like, you know, have it be like almost like an anthology um, yeah thing where it's like all right here's the first black panther he was like the i don't know the 16th abraham black black panther abraham lincoln <laughs> and what you're tapping into mt is i think like we're, we're we've been talking about what the legacy who the legacy character of black panther is going to be mm-hmm. who the title is going to go to which i think is the question on everyone's mind but really the title wakanda forever makes me think this is going to be a story about a setting about a country mm. about a society you mm. know and there are a lot of questions we have about the country of wakanda and its history and its role in the world now as mm. really like the world's superpower they have the most advanced everything you know and i think it's a fascinating culture that was my favorite thing about the black panther film uh mm. it also won an oscar for its production design and just oh, yeah. the world of it like so i want they, they have the avengers campus at disneyland i want them to make a wakanda i want to visit yes. a wakanda walk the streets of wakanda oh That's, my god sounds amazing it would be so fire. Oh, yeah. It would make so much money if they did that. So much money. Oh my God. Ugh, why so haven't they money. done that? It's, SMH. It's maybe they're waiting. Maybe they're waiting. But uh, yeah, either way, I think that this next movie is going to explore the society structure of, of Wakanda yeah. and its role in history. Because mm. kind of like the Eternals, this is a group of advanced folks who have been around for a while, but have s- decided to stay out of certain battles mm. and not fight every battle. So mm. yeah, I want to see those debates happen. Like, why do they decide to stay out of certain battles? Who made those decisions? What were the debates behind the scenes? What were the wars fought behind the scenes? Yes. Um, and what were things that they did intervene in that the rest of the world just didn't know about because yes. they fixed the problem? There's a lot of, oh man, there's so many different opportunities and like there's so much potential for this series for yeah. it to be just like completely game changing or like just yeah. like you said, like revealing like secret parts of how Wakanda has been secretly shaping the world. Uh, yeah, Ryan Coogler is the guy to do this. Like he fully understands the Tennessee Coates uh, approach of mm-hmm. like the Afrofuturist revision of like this character and the forward-looking 
uh, kind of sci-fi approach mm. that still embraces the racial roots of the character. Mm. Uh, Kugler gets it. I mean, I'm so really excited does. to see what this guy comes up with. Like, Kugler was the best man for the job for yeah. Black Panther 1, and, like, he's gonna kick ass in this new sequel, so. So, uh, we're gonna talk more. We have more questions, obviously, that we're gonna uh, address about this about this film. Uh, but before we continue, a uh, big thanks from our sponsor, Manscaped. Big announcement, the Manscaped engineering team has created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, and it is available in the USA and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer, 20% off in free worldwide shipping with the code MARVEL at manscaped.com. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Their advanced ceramic blade and skin safe technology are both so good. It's kind of like Stark Industries decided to get into the pube trimming biz. It's not that far outside the realm of possibility. Tony did have a very manicured goatee, so you can only imagine what, you know, don't imagine that. I'm sorry. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a travel lock, a 4000K LED spotlight, and it allows you to customize your trim with four guard lengths. The Optimized Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof so you can groom in the shower and it's got wireless charging. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MARVEL at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Trademark. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MARVEL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MARVEL. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. We also want to thank our friends at Helix Sleep for sponsoring this episode. Whether you're bunking up in Wakanda or Wisconsin, you want to be sleeping on a mattress designed to fit you and your body. Helix Sleep has a quiz that matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. I took the quiz and got matched with the Dusk Lux Helix mattress because I wanted a medium firm mattress with lumbar support that sleeps cool. I sleep so good on my Helix mattress. The mattress comes right to your door shipped for free and you never need to go to a mattress store again. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com slash inside marvel for their two minute sleep quiz and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our audience at helixsleep.com slash inside marvel that's helixsleep.com slash inside marvel for up to 200 dollars off and two free pillows and we want to thank our friends at blue chew for sponsoring this episode so blue chew has a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost blue chew is an online prescription service so no doctor's office or pharmacy trips it ships right to your door in a discreet package you sign up at bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you receive your prescription within days. Their licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength. And if you hate swallowing pills, good news, Blue Chew is chewable, just like it <laughs> says in the name. Uh, so if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Inside Marvel at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Inside Marvel to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this show all right mt let's move on to our next wtf here do you think bucky could appear in black panther wakanda forever as the white wolf that's a really good question i think yes yeah just because of that that last line that io gives bucky at the end of falcon well at the end of her appearance in falcon the winter soldier she was like just stay scarce <laughs> don't come right. back to wakanda uh -huh. and so and because bucky had has i mean presumably played a big role in Wakanda society during that time um uh, between the um, 
uh, I'm sorry, why am I blanking Civil War and Infinity War? Uh Um, You know, it makes sense for him to come back to at least check up on people and then for them to probably enlist his help because of the uh, passing of their Black Panther. I'm I'm assuming that T'Challa is dead in the MCU. Um, So they, they might ask him for his help. Or yeah. he might show up at the funeral. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, T'Challa right. did so much for him. So, you know, right. he's got to show up then. But, like, I don't know. What do you think? You think he's going to show up? Um, yeah, I, I do. I, I at least hope he does. Because, as you've been saying, MT, I, I feel like they've set up all this stuff. And then what other story will it be if not in this one? And mm. uh, a title like Wakanda Forever just gets, like, my brain worrying into thinking, like, this is a, a battle for... The existence of Wakanda itself, because if you think mm. how the first movie ended, it was kind of this fear of like we're opening up our existence to the world, we're addressing the UN, they know about us now, mm. uh, and then that immediately led to Infinity War. The stakes of that were okay. Now the Avengers know to hide Vision here, and Thanos knows where we are, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I think the fear now is that there are going to be other rival nations who want what Wakanda has. Uh, whether that's the United For States, sure. whether that's nations like Latveria or Atlantis, you know, uh, I want to see the map expanding. And I think it's going to be all hands on deck to defend Wakanda now. And uh, oh, yeah. they're sure. going to need everybody. They're going to need their full Dora Milaje. All the tribes are going to have to unite. Uh, and I think they're going to need their white wolf and the war dogs, you know? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, the people are definitely going to have their sights on Wakanda now, especially after um t'challa's announcement at the end of the black black panther one um it's 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 just inevitable and it, it's something right. that the wakanda nation has dealt with throughout its entire history in the comics like people that find out that wakanda is the, the shangri-la of just like sure. of money potential money with vibranium like they just try to uh-huh. get it um we see it with claw we see it with um you know the early in the early days of, of wakanda like they've they've surprised a lot of would-be conquerors with their high-tech um, right. solutions like way, way back in the day. And it's so, so mm-hmm. cool to see them kick ass, um, like futuristic like that. No, but uh, yeah, I I think in addition to Bucky, it'd be great to see, you know, some other Avengers show up. It doesn't have to be their story, but MT yeah. and I have this like hope that Steve Rogers, old man, Steve Rogers <laughs> could be retired somewhere in Wakanda. Just, he has like a know. Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. a major, just old man tourist. Like, <laughs> oh, this is mighty nice. Wow. He's like petting the rhino. He's like, are you Peggy? And they're like, no, no, Steve. Steve, that's not Peggy. He's like, you look so I think it's Peggy. Man, old Steve Rogers talking to animals is just a series MT and I are going to spin off oh and do that. Oh my God, that would be so funny. Someone needs to make a comics strip. Of just old man Steve Rogers is doing random shit. Trying to slow dance with a rhino. Like, <laughs> it's been a long, it's long like, oh, you're getting time. Getting horny, aren't you? <laughs> Get it? It's a rhino joke because of the horn. Oh, yeah, okay. I know, I know. I got it. It became funnier when you explained it. <laughs> just in case people don't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway. Oh my god. Um oh here's another uh WTF question. Um mm. and we've talked about this before. Do you think Black Panther Wakanda Forever could take place during the blip? Because that would be one way they could get around mm. Chadwick Boseman's absence. Mm. Um is there any chance that could be the case? What do you that think? is a really good um question in point because like I, I I always thought like because like at the end of uh Endgame, we we have that shot of of the, the city of Wakanda. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what happened during those five years? Right. Um, because there wasn't a king. So like, th- I feel like right. that's definitely going to be covered in some degree in the show. Um, I hope that it doesn't take place during the blip because I do want to see how they, um, how they take the, like a, a permanent um, uh-huh. T'Challa death. Um, so, it, but it, I think we're going to see like all the interesting power vacuum type stuff. Right. Um, that happened during the blip. But what do you think? Do you think it's going to take place? Maybe? Well, I think for the full movie to take place during the blip, it would have to just be a smaller stakes story because mm. we know what the global stakes are on the other side of the blip, right? We know, yeah. you know, we know where, uh, you know, as soon as Hulk snaps everyone back, presumably you're going to have some scene where, you know, uh, the characters who blipped from Wakanda would reanimate. And, and then you couldn't really do that without having to, do this weird VFX stuff with Chadwick Boseman, which I don't think anyone wants to see. Um, So it would have to be like kind of a smaller side story of just like how the survivors of Wakanda got by, what Okoye was up to, what I believe M'Baku was up to, you know, Mm. Um, which could be a fascinating story. I'd rather that be maybe brought up as a subplot in uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever story that takes place on the other side of the blip. Mm. Um, As you said, MT, to kind of move forward from it. Um, But yeah, a prelude comic set during the blip would be interesting. That'd I'd be watch super that. Dope. I would that. watch that. Yeah. I mean, I would watch. A I would watch the book and just be like, "What is this? <laughs> I have to open it." <laughs> it's like, don't go anywhere, book. I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> the book moved. I saw that book move. It's one of those Harry Potter howler things. The books. Oh no, that's a letter, right? Ron Weasley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ron Weasley. <Yeah>. Oh, my, <laughs> I gotta rewatch those movies. It's been so long. Yeah. I love. Uh, ca- careful, not all parts of it age well. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. the acting of the children <laughs> is bad yeah i mean i remember t- them being better than they were but uh, yeah, when i was a kid i was like these kids are just amazing actors. they're getting these, so good this is the peak of acting now i'm just like oh boy uh now really that we've just- had like uh stranger <laughs> things and it yeah, which is like the same cast like, <laughs> it's like oh child actors can actually be pretty good um yeah but like, yeah. They, they just needed a kid that looked good in glasses like oh right. you look like harry potter let's like, come on in i think they've all been great after the harry potter franchise like uh daniel mm. radcliffe's work post harry potter pretty good yeah, and watson yeah, he's a great actor even like, rupert Grant has great. showed up in some stuff not bad but during those movies <laughs> big learning curve man i'm gonna get some hate mail for this oh to say anything negative about no, harry potter we love great. harry potter it's just it's, you know it's, they only so, yeah sometimes it's just hard to go back like to things in it's general hard. like especially like video games like going back to play i remember playing um arkham knight no arkham oh, Asylum. oh yeah like, yeah going back it's just like oh it's so hard to just because things progress and people get mm-hmm. better and like uh-huh. that's just how time works so like right. yeah it's just it's hard to, to watch yeah. earlier performances of a right. lot of people's careers so and in fairness to those kids in the harry potter movies their co-stars are the best actors oh, in yes. the world <laughs> so if you have like maggie smith alan and rickman. you have alan rickman who you're doing a scene with yeah you're gonna get a little overshadowed <laughs> but yeah Ooh, that ginger <laughs> kid i mean he's no alan rickman but i guess right <laughs> yeah yeah for sure. All right. Uh, before we move on, uh, one more sponsor we want to thank our friends at Bespoke Post. So mm. thank you, Bespoke Post, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Bespoke Post has a new lineup of essential box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. The retreat box comes with a cool hammock, and the boardwalk box comes with some fancy flip-flop sandals to get you ready for some summery adventures. Mm. Whether you're out taming the wilderness or taking your home bar to pro-level heights, Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month, no matter what you're into. 
Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. The Coast and Flight boxes are the new ones that look really, really cool. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box only costs $45, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code MARVEL at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code MARVEL for 20% off your first box. All right, uh, one final Wakanda the f*** uh, MT. <laughs> A lot of people are asking this. Do we think it could be possible that Killmonger could return in Black Panther Wakanda forever? That is a really good question. And I keep going back and forth with this one. Because, like, as much as I love Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan killed the role, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, then T'Challa killed him. So, right. like, it's, I, I would love to see more Killmonger in the form of, like, flashbacks. Because, like, he had a really extensive history with, like, you know, being a, um, a mercenary. Was it a mercenary or an operative? Yeah, well, he was, college. yeah, he was military and then yeah. he became a mercenary after that. And, yeah. like, so, like, there's a lot of opportunities, like, like maybe, like, doing a flashback with John Walker. Maybe we can see, oh, John had a run-in with, um, with Killmonger or something like that. But so, like, to bring characters back from the dead, you have to have a really good reason. And right. I just feel like Killmonger's last words were so powerful. Agreed. And it was just his whole, I think we just need to let it go. Um, yeah. Because like, you know, I, we could always just rewatch Black Panther if we want to see Killmonger. But I, mm -hmm. I don't think that um, Kevin Feige is going to bring him back. But what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I think Michael B. Jordan's got all other kinds of projects that he's oh, working yeah. on. And I'm excited to see what he does next. He has been one of the best villains of the MCU. So I think we mm -hmm. want to see him come back in more ways. Um, but yeah, he is, uh, I, the way that's been theorized before is that, you know, like the, uh, Atlanteans with Namor could have found mm. his body if he was buried at sea. And then like, you know, they could have resurrected him for like, a uh, kind of a strike against Wakanda, but that, that would just, be yeah. super It'd be interesting, insane, but... but like, I don't know why you need to have, uh, a Namor or an Atlantis versus Wakanda story and also have Killmonger there. It kind of just yeah, feels like it, a hat on a hat in a way. I don't, it, it seems like very uncharacteristic for the Atlanteans to do anyway, just to, cause like they, they sort of view themselves as better. Well, like they don't view themselves as better than everyone else, but they, they're not going to be like, oh, we need this human being right. to help us win. They could, they're mm -hmm. just going to be like, we can just do it ourselves. We don't need this right. guy. And right. like, this is just more littering in the ocean that we're pissed about. <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> Harder part about how they're gonna strike them is like I believe Wakanda is an inland country. It, do, it does does have a body of water connected mm. to it, but that's not like ocean connected, you know. No. So like it would have to be Wakanda has like a secondary colony somewhere in Antarctica or something like that or somewhere yeah. else, and then through that exploration, and a lot of people point to Okoye's line about the undersea earthquakes in Endgame, and that could be mm. what that was a reference to. Uh, that there's some kind of rivalry between Atlantis and Wakanda there. But that's just one of many little lines in Endgame that we have in our memory bank of like, <laughs> this could mean this. I don't think the Russos intended it for it to be that. I think they like to play coy and be like, maybe. I, I think that like Kevin Feige just loves to put little stuff like that. Just, just to like bait us into making ideas so we can be right. like, hmm, that's a good idea. Put Let's us on the that. payroll, Feige. We will, we exactly. will do all this work for you. And then Ooh. you give these scripts to your great writers or to us. I, I can, I've written movie hey. scripts before. Before. Come I can on, do Kevin. it. We're right Damn. here, Kevin. 
right Come here. Come on. It's free, it's free, it's free labor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I, if I had to write a script, I think I'd ask for uh, a meager fee for that. But <laughs> yes, crazy, I, I could, I would do it for half whatever you paid uh, Eminem. You know, those guys. <laughs> I don't need. Listen, I, I just pay me in one of your hats, Kevin. Just give yes. me one of your hats. Maybe Please. pour some cereal in it so I uh-huh. have energy. Yeah, but, uh, that's that's all I want. <laughs> well, so. uh, for all of you uh, joining us today, let us know in the comments below what you want to see from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. What do you think this title means? Uh, yes. But that is it for this episode of Inside Marvel. MT and I are going to be back every Friday covering all the biggest Marvel news over these next few weeks as we wait for Loki in early June. And at that point, hold on to your butts. We're going to oh, yeah. go hog wild on oh, that yes. show because it is uh, a ripe. For me and MT. Uh, yeah, we are pick it apart. gonna go low key. With oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, stay tuned for that. And be sure to follow MT at Mastertainment. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow New Rockstars and subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us here on New Rockstars. Thank yes. you guys for watching and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Take it easy.